John Vogel, NFL Draft Blitz. I'm sitting here with cornerback Ishmael <laughs> Abdul Kawi. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh <laughs> at your name or anything. I just, it was like yeah, for a second, I froze. I was like, uh, I just said this a few times. I'm sorry. Nah, no, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's a good, it's a great name. There are some great players way back in the 90s. I don't know if you'd ever seen them that were named Ishmael. I think there's one that was known as the Rocket. The Rocket? Mm-hmm. Rocket okay. Ishmael. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, I can fly like a rocket. So that's what I've been something. seeing on tape, man. So actually, let's get started here. You just got done doing the podium bowl. Um, you're one of the first guys, honestly, that I've talked to that's done the event. And so I'd like to talk to you a little bit about it. Tell me what was that experience like? And, you know, would you recommend that for other players in your position? Um, the experience was really amazing. I was able to network with uh, plenty of players who have the same uh, professional dreams. I was able to network with um, former NFL players, um, players who had a shot of playing pro, like the NFL, XFL, and whatnot. And um, it was just – it felt like my first practice and environment of being a professional because, you know, I had to go to sleep early, make sure I'm eating the right things, and just making sure my mind and my headspace was, you know, in the correct position for me to be able to perform to the best of my ability. So, yeah, it was – um a great opportunity and I would uh, advise it to any players that, you know, is looking for an all-star game to uh, play in the next couple of years. And after that to, um, you know, send their highlights and information to them. And I promise the the, the sky is not the limit when you're uh, putting yourself into this game because there's so much network and opportunities uh, afterwards um, after playing in the bowl game. And I understand that you also got an invite to the Dream Bowl, and that's where you're about to head to next. So talk a little bit about that and that opportunity and what you're hoping to accomplish there. Um, Yes, I recently just accepted my invite today, and um, I'm really excited just, you know, just like I said, just to be in a professional environment because um, I believe going into things like this, I have to empty my uh, cup of water and, just be ready for everybody else to pour into my cup so that I can learn and become a better player, but more importantly, human being. And uh, I actually heard about the bowl game from one of my um, old teammates, John Brandon. Um, he got picked up uh, after that game. I believe he signed the UDFA for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And then he's been on the Bengals and Panthers, and now he plays for the Houston Rednecks. And he told me a lot about the uh, how it's ran. It's really professional. Um, it's a lot of opportunities over there in Texas. And, you know, uh, it's great weather over there. So, you know, I'm really excited to, you know, fly down there next week and just showcase my abilities and my talent. The weather, normally it's good there. But it sometimes I've been down there a few times and it's been crazy. Oh, really? You know, I've, yeah, no, it's in yeah. March. I was there in March of 2021. And... I was there for a month and I saw winter like conditions. I saw sandstorms and I had 70, 80 degree weather. Wow, you never okay. know. It's crazy there. So, but no, no, it'd be better than going to, you know, let's say Massachusetts at this time of the year for sure. Or so, like Virginia or something. Virginia, yeah. right. Where yeah. it used to be. Yeah. Yep. No, so it's, yeah. it's worked out better. All right, yeah. man, let's talk about you and your game, bro, because like everybody's got a journey into football, everybody has a story. 
about how they got into it. Are you, is football something that you've done your entire life or is this something that's been relatively new here recently? Um, I've been playing football for over, I want to say a decade. So, you know, it's kind of really been built into my foundation and, uh, as well as, you know, just running track and field, which has helped me, you know, gain the, like the hip mobility and the speed that I have today. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of been uh, – my brother also played football. So, you know, we kind of went at it. We were kids, also with my cousin and uh, my older brother too as well. And, you know, football has really turned into, you know, just a way of life for me because of – you know, it really gives me a lot of life lessons. You know what I mean? And I know when my career is over, I'll be a, a really good man because of the, you know, the lessons and, uh, you know, everything that comes with football of, you know, just being tough and carrying yourself like a professional. So, yeah, football has really been, you know, a great addition to my uh, how I live my life today. And so were you always a corner? Or did you play other positions at any point in your career, maybe even back going back to high school? Um, okay, so most of my career I played nickelback. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to Savannah State, they moved me to a corner. So I played corner for a season, just one season. It was my uh, true freshman year. And uh, I really adjusted to it quick because I feel like I have the skill set to play um, any defensive back position. So um, – yeah, that transition wasn't hard. It's, it's it's really fun. I get to, you know, cover guys, be in my own island, get to play zone coverage. And, you know, you have, like, a lot of freedom at uh, the cornerback position because I'm able to – I like to dictate what the receiver does instead of making the receiver, you know, uh, determine what I want to do. So, yeah, I really like playing corner. But most of my career has been at Nickelback because, you know, coaches tend to see, like, my physicality trait that I uh, have. I'm able to play uh, man coverage. I'm able to play off. And just my IQ towards the game, it's, you know, it helps me uh, be a bigger impact, you know, at the Nickelback position. Right. Because the nickel is such a – it's like a run position too. You have to be able to play run defense and hold up there. You know, so nickel is people don't realize it, you know, because a lot of guys that end up playing nickel are smaller and, you know, they get knocked or whatever because they're too, they're too small to play on the boundary or whatever. But no, yeah. you got to be, you've got to be scrappy at the nickel, man. Yeah. So let's talk about your college career too, because you went to a couple different schools. You start, like you mentioned already, you started at Savannah State. And so talk a little bit about that, why you chose Savannah State and uh, what you were able to take away while you were there. Okay, uh, well, I started off at Savannah State because it was my first offer. And, um, you know, I received a couple of other uh, D1 offers, but I just felt like that was my home because it was my first visit. You know, they wanted to take a chance on me from the beginning. So, you know, I love my visit down there. It was by the beach. Um, they had amazing coaches um, that I was able to learn uh, you know, more about the game of football and just how to carry myself as as a man. And, um, yeah, my uh, two years at Savannah State was really amazing, and I got to play against a really good competition. Yeah, your highlight tape, I mean, there were a few quarterbacks on there that popped off. You know, we talked about them a little bit earlier, Chase Bryce being one of them. I think you mentioned Kellen Bond is on there too, and there's one other too that you mentioned. Uh, Malik Willis, I played him in high school, yeah. Oh, Malik in high school. school. Okay, yep, still. 
NFL guys, right? Like all NFL guys now. So now you left Savannah State. You ended up going to Cumberland. So talk a little bit about that, what happened, and how you ended up down there. Um, so I ended up at Cumberland um, because um, three of my defensive coaches who uh, they actually had a, a career in the NFL, Mm-hmm. which was a successful career. One of them, uh, his name was Chad Williams. He was uh, a Reed's backup, and he yep. played alongside um, Deion Sanders when he played for the Ravens and Ray Lewis. So just to be able to be in his presence every day, I was able to learn more and more and more about, you know, just life and football. And I, I never took one day for granted because not everybody gets to be surrounded by men like like him. And – um they they all you know they they got a uh, different job offers and they left and you know um it kind of sat it sat me back and you know I talked to my parents and whatnot and they agreed with my decision to uh you know um try and find a new home and I I was trying to go to my uh former head coach Jeff Heron uh his college because after my senior year I believe he coached one more year at Grayson High School. And then he went to Tennessee Tech. So um, we was working something out, but I wasn't able to get a waiver to be able to play right away. And, you know, just speaking to my uh, parents and just talking with God, um, the right decision for me to do is just go down to NIA so I don't lose uh, a year of football because I feel like that counts. And, um, yeah, so I just – I transferred to Cumberland University and – that was a it was an amazing experience because I was able to learn more about myself and it was a critical time because um it was my last two years of college uh, just being a, a student athlete so I felt like that was the most critical time of my life because every single decision that I make day in and day out you know led me to here you know led me to get an invite to two all-star games to help further my career so yeah it was a pretty fun time being at Cumberland um, my role changed a lot, you know, from being at Savannah to Cumberland, you know, Cumberland was kind of a, a young team. So I had to step up as a leader and, um, you know, just, just always do the right things. And I've, I've always been a guy of leading by example, you know, and I, and I carry that championship, uh, you know, that swagger and mentality just from coming from the powerhouse at, uh, Grayson high school. And, I was able to learn about how to carry myself as if I was a champion um, because we was ranked number two and we won the state and national championship while I was a senior at Grayson. So, you know, just being able to translate that to like my everyday uh, patterns, I was able to, you know, let that energy rub off on uh, Cumberland's um, football team. Yeah. And it, it paid off too because, you know, the tape that you had that you were able to put on did a good job right like it, it showed some of the good traits that you had and the other thing is a good thing that you pointed that out too as well about how important it is not to sit a year because it is so tough to leave football for a year and then get back into it and get back to the same level uh just because of the physicality of the game the things that it demands from you i mean look at a i know that this is probably a terrible example in terms of you know like the person we're not talking about the person, but we're talking about the results. Uh, look at Deshaun Watson sitting a couple of years, right? Between playing games, he had a lot of rust he had to shake off. 
even though he was practicing, even though he was training, he was staying, he was staying in shape and all that stuff. It's still a lot to be away from the game for that long, that period of a time and still be okay, you know, coming back into it. So I think that was probably a really smart decision on your part with that. So talking about your game, man, because that's what's gotten you here at this point was your game where you've got strengths. Football is very much a sport of constant self-evaluation, constantly looking at yourself. What are those things you've mentioned? You, I mean, you talked about, you know, man coverage and being able to play press and do that really well. What is the, what are the, the strengths that you bring to the football field for a team? Um, the strengths that I bring to my, uh, the football field, I would say, uh, you know, just not even talking about uh, like physicality and stuff like that. I'm going to just, you know, pop it off with, you know, just my IQ to the game, my confidence level. Um, I feel as if I'm a, a big ball of positive energy. And I feel like that's one of the most important traits is because being, I believe energy is contagious, right? Mm-hmm. So when the environment is, you know, I want to say um, positive, it's, it's easy for that energy to rub off on everybody and, uh, you know, just motivate, you know, uh, everybody who's surrounded by me. Because, for example, if, you know, somebody is dreading going to practice and you have that one positive person, you know, saying, come on, like, we worked all our lives for this, you know what I mean? So I feel like just saying little things like that can, you know, change the course of someone's day and then it can impact the an environment. But, um, you know, my other strengths, I believe, as far as, like, you know, being on the football field is uh, quick feet, um, you know, my speed, uh, my closing speed, which I really take pride in because I feel like one of my best parts of my game is that closing speed because when the ball is thrown, I'm able to, you know, get from, you know, five to ten yards just like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like that's something that can be coached. You know, I was able to build that technique you know, through years and countless hours of training. And um, another uh, strength I would like to add in is just being able to, um, if something bad happens, I'm able to, you know, be in my mind and, you know, just shake it off because playing defense to back or just football in general, bad things are going to happen. And when once you have that mental capacity and mental strength, that okay yeah um I'm all right let's just next play next play because you know I know a lot of players in their career they tend to look at the past and uh they tend to think about oh man he just caught this ball on me or you know I just messed up a play or whatnot but I just feel like just me having that in my mind that okay let's shake it off next play it gives me a a, a great chance to you know make a game-changing play yeah. And so in the same context, what are some of the things that you're working on this offseason right now in your training to try to shore up and kind of show people that this is not going to be a problem with me in the future? Um, You know, uh, one of the main things I've been working on, uh, you know, of course, just being a defensive back is just a backpedaling, right? Because mm-hmm. I believe doing this, like, to be great at something, you have to do it over and over and over and over again till it, you know, your brain tends to, you know, react just off of muscle memory instead of, you know, just always, just not having to think about something, you know what I mean? So um, 
Uh, I I, t- I just um, started working out with um, Chad Wilson. He's Marco Wilson's uh, the uh, Cardinals corner. Mm-hmm. So I've been working out with him, and I've been able to, you know, learn more about the game and things that just little things that I can fix that can help me whenever I get to the next level. Um, I also have another trainer that I'm about to start getting with. Um, he trained Nolan Carroll uh, throughout his career from 2010 to 2017. So. I'm really excited about that. But the main things, you know, that I've been paying attention to is just being able to attack an angle at my best because I know football is all about, you know, angles and who is able to perform better in a little amount of space because, you know, just from like right here to right here can be the difference between a touchdown and that difference could be uh, did I six-inch step or – did uh was my break too slow or you know just where my eyes is at so just little things like that you know making sure I'm able to stay locked in on one target you know sometimes throughout the day I'll just look at this one object because you know your eyes can get you killed playing de- defensive back you know what I mean so just my my main things I've been trying to work on are my eyes and just being able to you know perfect different angles you know breaking 45 breaking at 90 you know breaking on the slant you know post comeback so that's really the main thing I've been trying to uh perfect during this uh this offseason so what is that impression when you leave a a meeting with a team that's you know like an interview what is that impression that you're trying to leave on the interviewer about what you're going to bring with him with you to the table on their team um, the impression that I'm trying to leave, uh, you know, um, God willing, if I receive an interview is to just make that staff feel as if I belong there by, you know, just telling them more about myself and, and being real about myself and just letting them know that I'm that guy that's going to do all the little things right. Anytime today I'm going to be. Like whenever I have to go somewhere or we have to be somewhere, say like practice or a meeting, I'm always going to be there early. I'm always going to be there 20 to 30 minutes early because, you know, just throughout college and high school, I've learned that being on time, if you're on time, you're late. And if you're early, you're there on time. You know what I mean? And that translates to, you know, anywhere in the business field because any you can easily get fired just because, you, you know, you get to your destination at the wrong designated time. And I be- believe that kind of gives me value to the team and shows that I really care about, you know, what I'm doing. And this is really like my purpose in life. And, you know, I'm going to have fun with it, too. So, yeah, I just want I just want to leave that impression that, you know, I'm a big a positive uh, ball of energy and that I'm willing to uh, always listen. Uh, I won't ever try and, you know, uh, you know, just go against on. Um, how the organization runs their program. Like I'm that guy that's there to, uh, you know, fit in, but at the same time, I'm stand out with my playability. Good stuff, dude. And congrats on the invite to the dream bowl. And, you know, the opportunity to doing two uh, all-star games this off season coming from NAIA is an accomplishment. So that's good. So (laughs) yeah, man, I wish you the best of luck in the process. I hope that it all goes really well for you. And, you know, just whatever you do, man, just keep grinding through it. It's a grind. 
this is, you know, this is a process for a reason. They're the way that they dig into things is very negative. As long as you keep that ball positive energy, you're going to be just fine through it all, man. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. You got, you take it easy.